0: Hello, my name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you the skeptical news from around the world. Homeopathic giant Boiron had to settle a series of class action lawsuits alleging false advertising in the United States. The lawsuits in California and Illinois claimed that the remedies were ineffective. In its settlement, Boiron agreed to add a disclaimer to its products labels, stating that their uses had not been evaluated by the FDA, along with an explanation of how the ingredients had been diluted. The company has also agreed to pay $12 million. As a result, the Committee for the Advancement of Scientific Skepticism at the Centre for Inquiry Canada renewed its calls for Shopper's Drug Mart, Canada's largest pharmacy, to cease selling ineffective homeopathic products. Homeopathic products, such as Boiron's popular flu remedy Oscilococcinum, are diluted to such an extent that it is extremely unlikely that they contain even a single molecule of their supposed active ingredients. The committee argued that shoppers was misleading customers by placing these ineffective remedies alongside proven cold remedies in its stores. This settlement shows that even Boiron recognizes that it is selling ineffective sugar pills as useful medicines, stated Yain Martel, the committee's spokesperson. It is grossly irresponsible for Shopper's Drug Mart to continue to market homeopathic remedies after these products have been shown to contain no active ingredient and to have no medical value, he added. House builders in Durham, Great Britain will no longer have the tricky task of selling number 13 abodes to superstitious buyers after a local authority banned the reputedly unlucky address. Durham County councillors agreed to the decision at a cabinet meeting and it will apply to new builds and conversions in existing streets. The authority has taken over the street name and numbering function from the former local borough and district councils and has had to set out a fresh policy. Dave Wilcox, Durham's County Council Strategic Highways Manager, said Our new street naming and numbering policy is based on those used by the county's former district and borough councils, most of which specified that 13 would not be used in numbering schemes. This was primarily to reflect the concerns of housing developers who often struggle to sell homes located on plot 13. There have also been occasions in the past where the council has been asked to renumber a property as 12A rather than 13 by developers or homeowners. Fear of the number 13 is an official phobia. Some airlines do not have a 13th row and certain hotels have no room 13. Whether you believe psychics can communicate with the dead or not, no one can deny it is a multi-million dollar business. One of the most successful mediums in the United States is John Edwards, who is known for giving readings to celebrities like Kim Kardashian and Gloria Vanderbilt. However, he has recently ran into some trouble after more than a dozen skeptics from the University of Central Oklahoma stood outside in protest of John Edwards' appearance in Oklahoma City. One skeptic said, The truth of what's going on isn't necessarily there to back up these statements that are made. Edwards is one of the country's most successful psychics, headlining two different shows based on his work. At $150 a ticket, hundreds of residents came to get answers to some of life's questions. Demonstrators outside say it's all hogwash. Edwards addressed the protesters downstairs and says he encourages attendees to be critical and objective. In a radio interview with Voice of Christian Youth America, Republican Senator James Inhofe argued that his belief that global warming is a hoax is biblically inspired. Promoting his book The Greatest Hoax, How the Global Warming Conspiracy Threatens Your Future, Inhofe told interviewer Vic Iliason that only God can change the climate and the idea that man-made pollution could affect the seasons is arrogance. Well, actually, the Genesis 8.22 that I use in there is that as long as the earth remains, there will be springtime and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night. My point is, God's still up there. The arrogance of people to think that we human beings would be able to change what he is doing in the climate is to me outrageous, the senator declared. Inhofe went on to attack Evangelical leader Rich Chizik, the former vice president of the National Association of Evangelicals, who has made the religious case for fighting climate change pollution. Inhofe said Chizik has been exposed as a liberal and that he is like idolatrous Romans described in the Bible as those who give up the truth about God for a lie. In the interview, Inhofe failed to mention that he has received more than $1,300,000 in campaign contributions from the oil and gas industry. And now for some news in science. More than 5,000 space bubbles have been discovered in the disk of our Milky Way galaxy by a team of part-time citizen scientists. These bubbles are blown by young, hot stars into the surrounding gas and dust and indicate areas of brand new star formation, scientists say. These finds make us suspect that the Milky Way is a much more active star-forming galaxy than previously thought. Ellie Bressert, an astrophysics doctoral student at the European Southern Observatory, said in a statement. About 35,000 volunteers sifted through data from NASA's Spitzer Space Telescope on the online Milky Way project to make the discoveries. These citizen scientists have found about 10 times more bubbles than previous surveys. In this case, human eyes are very good at spotting what computer programs often miss. The volunteers were able to identify partially broken rings and overlapping bubbles that would have confused algorithms. To make sure the volunteers identify likely bubbles, the program requires each candidate bubble to be flagged by five participants before it's added to the catalog. The Milky Way project is an attempt to take the vast and beautiful data from Spitzer and make extracting the information a fun, online, public endeavor, said principal investigator of the Milky Way project, Robert Simpson. A bill working its way through the Utah legislature would allow schools to drop sex education from their curriculum as well as forbid any discussion of homosexuality or contraception by teachers. If the goal is to prevent teen sex, however, Utah lawmakers may be working against their own ends. Research released by the reproductive health research organization the Guttmacher Institute found that receiving sex education actually delays teen sex. Of the students in the national survey, 77% of women and 78% of men who received formal sex education had sex before they turned 20. For young adults with no sexual instruction, those numbers jumped to 86% and 88% respectively. The problem is that we know the majority of parents do not talk to their teenagers about birth control and many don't even talk to their teenagers about when to have sex, said study author Laura Lindbergh, a senior research associate at Gutmacher. The bill will go to Governor Gary Herbert, who has not indicated whether he'll sign it into law. The state senate passed the bill 19-10. to Under current state law, parents may opt their children out of sex education and districts may choose to teach abstinence-only classes. The new law would allow districts to drop sex ed altogether and would mandate that only abstinence can be taught. Utah legislators can attempt to put their heads in the sand, but the majority of Americans have sex before marriage and have sex before age 20, and they need information on how to be healthy in that behavior, Lindbergh said. Not talking about it does not mean it's not going to happen. A snail transformed into a living battery has moved the world one step closer to having tiny cyborg spies underfoot. The pioneering experiment harnessed a snail's blood sugar to recharge an implanted battery, the first time researchers have shown sustainable generation of electricity in a living creature's body over several months. If the snail's bodies can create enough electricity to power microelectronics, they could act as living sensors or detectors for the U.S. military and homeland security. In this direction, the biofuel cells are expected to operate in small creatures, snails, worms, insects, providing sustainable electrical power for various sensors and wireless transmitters, said Evgeny Katz, a professor of chemistry at Clarkson University in New York. Katz and his colleagues implanted the snail with electrodes made of tiny sheets of carbon nanotubes, called Bucky paper, that could conduct electricity. Those electrodes coupled with certain enzymes, created electricity by using glucose, sugar, and oxygen circulating in the snail's hemolymph blood. Such a setup allowed the snail to roam freely and live life almost as normally as possible. The amount of electricity created was still far below that of just one AAA battery, but Katz's team and its Israeli colleagues at Ben-Gurion University hoped to boost the flow of electricity in new experiments. Scientists have taken the first-ever measurement of an atom made of antimatter. This measurement, though not very precise, represents a first step toward being able to study antimatter atoms in detail, a goal necessary for understanding why the universe is made of matter and not antimatter, its mysterious sibling. All particles of matter are thought to have antimatter partners with the same mass but opposite charge. When these pairs meet, they annihilate each other to become pure energy. Scientists think the universe contained equal parts of matter and antimatter just after the Big Bang, 13.7 billion years ago. But early on, most of the matter and antimatter destroyed each other, leaving behind a slight surplus of matter that became the stars and galaxies that exist today. The Alpha experiment at the CERN Physics Lab in Geneva, Switzerland, traps exotic antimatter to study how it differs from matter. In a previous study, researchers at Switzerland's CERN laboratory succeeded in trapping anti-hydrogen atoms for several minutes by using magnetic fields to keep them suspended in one spot. We have made the measurement," said Jeffrey Hengst, spokesman for the CERN laboratory's alpha experiment. Precision-wise, it doesn't compete with matter, but it's the only one that's ever been done on antimatter. And now for some local news from Romania. Representatives of the public health department in Sibiu County have declared the rubella epidemic in the area after the number of registered cases has jumped over the 300 mark. All of the cases were observed in 12 local high schools since the beginning of the year. According to Dr. Simona Berariu, spokesperson for the department, most of the existing cases develop in high schools as epidemic centers, only one infected person not being a student. The spokesperson has added that there are also seven pregnant women under medical supervision after being in contact with some of the infected students. Currently, there are seven pregnant women under supervision. They have been in contact with people infected or suspected to have been infected with rubella. These cases have not been confirmed by the laboratory, but we must point out the danger that rubella poses to pregnant women. There can be severe malformations to the fetus's eyes, heart, neurological problems but also other negative effects such as the death of the fetus, spontaneous abortion and premature birth, the spokesperson added. Romania has been confronted with a wave of rubella infections in the nation's capital as well, some caused by the parents' refusal to vaccinate their children for fear of side effects from the vaccine. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 14th of March, 2012. Thank you for listening.